Coming up next on The Jeff Curley Show, it seems like every single day we are mourning another tragedy. We'll be talking to a leading national expert on treating trauma through alternative health care. Her story just ahead. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Crowley, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is the Jeff Crilly Show. We are, we are all still mourning the loss of those victims in the Allen shooting. And before that, it seems like it was Uvalde. Uh, frankly, it's every single week we are hearing another national uh, tragedy. And those uh, victims or survivors, if you will, uh, sometimes have a lifetime of trauma unless they get help. And to talk about alternative health care today, uh, Monica Hamer, she is with CST Partners. Thanks for coming on the show. Hi. Thank yeah. you, Jeff. Very okay. happy to be here. Okay, Monica, tell us what it is your company does. So CST Partners is uh, stands for Crisis Support Therapy Partners. And what we do is we bring uh, clinics in to communities that have suffered after school shootings. And uh, we have a variety of different types of alternative therapies that we bring with us, primarily craniosacral therapy, but in addition to that, lymphatic balancing, We've just introduced most recently um, in Uvalde uh, a creative relief art program, and that's gone off really beautifully. Sure, and a picture speaks a thousand words. I love their website. We're just gonna scroll down their website, and as we do that, we're gonna see a lot of images, uh, many of them from Uvalde. Let's talk about that. Uh, were you guys called in to deal with uh, Uvalde? Did you volunteer? Tell me how that works. So it was actually Uvalde that uh, took me to the space of, of deciding that this was something that was really necessary. Uh, I had sat for quite a long time with uh, the idea that school shootings were just horrible tragedies and knowing and, and identifying and understanding with what the children were going through and what the parents are going through and just how it's creating this overall sense of fear in an entire community and this ripple effect is taking place all over the country. Uh, have uh, three adult children just recently graduating and it was one day uh, last summer, uh, just a few weeks after the tragedy uh, in Uvalde and we were all just talking as a family and in that moment I just sort of decided sometimes you just have to stop talking and these things really move you and people really want to do things but there's no better way to to teach your children than to lead by example and sure. I very very um, strongly believe that if I could just pick myself up and somehow as difficult as it would be, even at this stage in life, to start something where we could make a difference, 
that would be the best way that I could share and impart with my children. This is this is this is what we can all do if we can just bring the one thing that we do and do it well. We we are making a difference. Yes, and I applaud you for uh, using uh, Uvalde as a catalyst for doing good. We've got some pictures off your Facebook of. Uvalde, obviously that's out in front of the uh, elementary school. But I want you to kind of narrate this as we switch to the next slide. Right, so right here um, I'm working with uh, one of the young men in the community. I believe he was um, a cousin of one of the victims. And uh, that was at our second clinic. That one I believe was in January. This was most recently here in uh, in April and uh, we hosted that, uh, the, their local library actually hosted for us in April. Uh, this was one of our sound vibration class and uh, a wonderful uh, volunteer of ours who also did some breath work with the kids and some, uh, some of our creative artwork. And uh, just really a beautiful thing to see the children find ways to just settle into some of the work that they that they were doing. Um, most recently in some of our art programs, we, uh, we have a specialist that joined us all the way from Florida. And uh, that was just tremendous. And she, along with, with, um, with another specialist from Houston, came in sure. and they present this information to the children and take them through somewhat of a guided direction on some of the artwork that they can do. And what's really powerful about uh, this creative relief art program is that they have children who have suffered trauma and been through some very, very deep um, experiences like they have been in Uvalde, strictly because of their age, but also just based on uh, what happens after a trauma, they tend to sort of go inward and be uh, suppress things a little. And this creative art relief program allows them an opportunity to express some feelings that they, A, don't necessarily have the language skills quite yet to, to get to, uh, to tap into. Sure. Um, and it's it's a, it's an expression of of, uh, of their emotions, and some of the things that they put together are quite amazing. Okay, what's your favorite story of uh, you know a piece of artwork that a child made that touched your heart when they explained what they were doing? Um, there was one where uh, it seemed uh, like uh, it was very abstract, but when we walked through this piece with this little girl, what we realized that she was actually describing in the piece, I think even unknowingly for her, was the ceiling and the, um, the lights. She, she talked about the long lights and that it was cold and that it was quiet and it felt very lonely. And she had a lot of expression in this piece and we realized she was one of the victims that was left still in the classroom, uh, that she was describing the ceiling in the classroom. Wow. And I think that that was her only vision that she had that she could kind of pull from wow. in that moment. Let's talk about some of the other therapies, um, the sound vibrations. How does that work? Yeah, so sound vibration is quite interesting. Um, it's picking up more and more uh, in and in around uh, larger cities, but you can take either crystal bowls 
or old metal uh, Tibetan bowls. And you take the vibration and the sound of that. Children really loved being mm -hmm. around and banging around on things and making noises. But when we're able to sit down and or lay them down and place a bowl on top of them and have that sense of that vibration move through their body, it creates a deep sense of relaxation mm. and an inner peace. And it, it's almost like a, a trick into meditation. Wow. We hear people all the time talk about they don't know how to meditate and they can't meditate, right. but this drops them into a space very quickly. And uh, tell us about the, uh, is it crano? Craniosacral therapy, right. Yeah, what is so that? this therapy works specifically with the central nervous system. And it's very, very light touch therapy. People are, for the most part, face up the entire time on a treatment table, fully clothed. And we move about the body, um, uh, feeling the way that their cerebral spinal fluid is moving in and around uh, throughout their spinal cord. And what we're looking for are any restrictions along the body and along that system as it as it moves out in, in and around the body. And so we're releasing those restrictions. But bottom line, we're taking people out of that sense of fight or flight, bringing them into that state of rest and digest, and just creating an overall sense of calm. Sure. And so many people in these areas don't even know what it is to feel yes. a, a regulated nervous system. Well, it seems like all of these therapies would work with just everyday stress that people are feeling right now. Every are day. you now uh, specializing in trauma? Is are you like are you moving your your firm into a new area? So, in my personal practice, um, I have been specializing in trauma work for about. Uh, I want to say the last 12 years or so of the 20 years that I've been doing craniosacral therapy. And uh, we've gone into all sorts of different directions, but um, half of my practice is pediatrics. So I do a lot of work with children as well. Is it wonderful when you have a breakthrough with a child? Absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, um, a colleague of mine uh, has said many, many years ago, and I will always quote him and give him credit for this. He says, Children are the most um, the most honest people he's ever known. And the real truth is, is you get a child on the table and you're working with them. And when I feel what is happening underneath my hands, they have a quick, instant, immediate expression with that. Whereas adults, maybe not quite so much. We've got a few more layers uh, about us, but children are definitely very, very honest in how they feel and how they're recovering, and they they move through their healing very quickly. Wow! And so I know your your private practice is very, very busy. Um, if somebody's watching this right now and wants to plug in somehow, uh, how do they do that? Uh, well, so the best way to get in touch with us is just straight through our website, which is cstpartners.org, and. Uh, from there, we can take you into all kinds of different directions if you want to learn about how to give back, how people can volunteer, um, how they can donate. All of these things are very, very important to us being able to bring and deploy clinics into different areas after, after a shooting has taken place. Outstanding. Uh, final thoughts. What would you like to leave people with? Um, I would just love to um, encourage people to uh, 
reach out and give give alternative healthcare a try. It's it's not as scary as some people seem to think it is. And sometimes some of the most powerful work can be done without a vaccination or medicine. Sometimes we just need to relax and heal. And it's one of the beautiful things that we do is our approach is always very kind and gentle and uh, always, always ready to be of service to to people who are hurting. Outstanding. Thank you so much for doing the Lord's work. We're going to end with the website again, which is cstpartners.org. The great, great uh, Monica Hamer. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much. That's it for now. We'll see you next time.